Hello, this is the Bible in Fewer Words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 9, Genesis chapter 23. And 24. And 24. (laughs) Sarah died when she was 127 years old. Abraham buried her in a cave. Okay. 127. 127. She is the only woman whose age at her death we know. Nobody else? No, we don't know how long Eve lived or any of the other few women that have been mentioned so far. There aren't too many. And named? Named women. All right. Okay. So that was... That's chapter 23. (laughs) Chapter 23. (laughs) There's not really much interesting in it except for those two, two items. Okay. Chapter 24. When Abraham was old... He said to his oldest servant, Put your hand under my thigh and swear to God that you won't allow my son to marry a Canaanite. Go to the country where my family lives and find a wife for Isaac. The servant said, What if the woman isn't willing to come back with me? Should I bring Isaac with me? Abraham said, No, don't bring Isaac with you. God will send an angel to help you find him a wife. If the woman still won't come back with you, I'll release you from your vow. So the servant put his hand under Abraham's thigh and swore. Well, that's kind of a bizarre verse. Well, yeah, it it is. In many ways, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking uh, that Abraham was old, and he's 10 years older than Sarah, and Sarah's dead now at 127. Wow, you're right. So he's 137 years old. At least, yeah. So, yeah, he's been old for a long time. He's been old for a long time. He was old when he he had his first kid. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder how old his servant is. I don't know, but he's his oldest servant. He is. And the servant is probably slave here. That okay. this King James called the servant, so that's what I did. So the next bizarre thing uh-huh. is this: um, put your hand under my thigh and swear to God. Cross your fingers. Put a, your hand on the Bible. A pinky swear. Pinky swear. Well, in this case, putting the hand under the thigh. The thigh is often a, a euphemism in the Bible for uh, genitals. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess it's close by. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you know, when you, it's a, it's important to the guy, the, his genitals. So, if you have somebody hold your genitals in your, in their hand while they're swearing to you, then you know that, well, it's an important thing, <laughs> <laughs> or it's an intimate thing anyway. Well, well, it's intimate, but I mean, it's a, it's important. He's it's like it's like putting your hand on the Bible and swearing. <laughs> Are you saying that uh, the Bible is the euphemism for sexual organs? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying that when, when you swear in court, you put your hand on the Bible. Uh-huh. Here in the Bible, when you swear, you put your hand on, on the person's genitals to which you're making the promise. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be making many promises in my life if that were the case. Okay, well, anyway, that's, that's, what, that's what many Bible scholars think, the putting on the hand under the thigh. But in any case, putting the hand, your hand under someone's thigh while you're swearing to that person mm. is pretty strange. Yes. And you're going to be pretty close to the genitals if you put the hand under the thigh, right? Yes. Yeah. So I see a picture here where someone's kneeling 
that must be the serpent kneeling uh, in front of Abraham and kind of leaning on his knees. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, you should all go to the website it. and see that picture. Right. <laughs> as, as before, the text and the and the and notes about the episode and links to the actual verses of the Bible are at the website. Um, if you if you go there. So what else do we have? I guess that's about it, right? Well, no, there's a lot here. So he's going. the servant's going to swear to God um, that Isaac will not marry a Canaanite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There'd be Canaanites all around, right? Because they're living in the land of Canaan. Why yes. not just marry one of the local girls? Well, remember Ham and his son Canaan and what Ham did to cause... Well, Noah. Yeah, we no. might want to just refresh our listeners' yes. views. If you haven't, uh, I think it's episode three, if you haven't uh, listened to that, what happens in episode three is that Noah, after the flood, gets drunk and naked in his tent, and Ham happens to come in and see him. And so Noah curses, not Ham, but Ham's son, Canaan. So his grandson. Noah his grandson. curses his grandson. Noah curses his grandson, and he cursed them with... Being slaves for the rest of their life. Being slaves for the rest of life, particularly to the offspring, to his other son's offspring, Shem, Japheth. Oh, Japheth, yes. <laughs> so, if he marries a Canaanite here, that would be like marrying beneath his yeah. station Oh, in for life. sure, yeah. yeah. The, so the Canaanites are tainted by this incident with Noah uh-huh. and, and Ham. And so you wouldn't want to marry one of them. This is they're 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 all just a bunch of slaves. So don't marry them. Okay, and I'm I'm actually trying to figure out age wise. You know, we're kind of fascinated with ages. How old would Isaac be about now? I guess he'd be about twenty seven. Yeah, good his point. Dad. He would be twenty seven because he was born when Abraham was a hundred. Uh huh. Yeah, so it's time to get him a wife. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't had a wife before now. Right. So that we're, that's where we're on that journey now, right? Uh, yes. Abraham says, um, don't, don't take him with you. God will help you find, find yeah. him a wife. Don't take Isaac with you. Don't yeah. let him have a choice. Right. And, and if the woman doesn't want to come back with you, well, uh, I guess you've tried your best. Right. That's, it. that's the deal. And so we're, we're going to go off to, the, to find him a wife, and you can take over from there. Abraham's servant took ten camels and departed for the city of Nahor in Mesopotamia. When he arrived, he went to the well where the women came to get water. And he prayed, saying, God, I'm standing here where the women come to get water. Help me find a wife for my master's son by using these words when a woman comes to get water. I'll say to her, let me have a drink of water, please. Then she'll say, here, have a drink. And here's some water for your camels. Let that woman be the one I should bring back to my master's son. So this is a little confusing to me because it sounds like he's talking to God, but he's telling God what he's going to say. Oh, he wants God to make it so that woman will become the wife. I mean, God will say, yes, that's a good idea. Sure. And 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 I'll, we'll make it so that that is the one that becomes Isaac's wife. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, in the Bible, um, finding a wife usually happens at a well. We'll see this over and over again. <laughs> it's kind of like the bar, you know, going to the bar. And I see. The women, the women come to the well and you hang out there and you pick one out. Uh, it's a thing in the Bible. A place to hang out. Yeah, and and so he's saying he has to identify the the woman that God wants 
uh, Isaac to marry. Okay. And so he's doing this. This uh, he's making an agreement with God. I'm gonna I'm gonna be here at the well. Mm-hmm. Women are gonna come up here. I'm gonna ask one of the women. I'll, I'll ask each of the women, I guess. Can I have a, what does he say? Can I have a drink? Let me yes. have a drink of water, please. Uh-huh. And she will say the one if she says this. Here, have a drink, and here's some wim- some water for your camels. Then I'll know that that's the woman that God wa- wants me to bring back for Isaac. <laughs> it sounds a little convoluted. It's sort of instructions for God. There's a deal with God. Here's how we're going to do this. You know. Yeah. So the servant is kind of telling God, in, uh, "This is my plan. I hope you're okay with it." And no, not a hope. This is the way it's going to happen. Oh, so he's really telling he's God. Telling God, this is the way it's going to go. Okay. So while he was still talking to God, Rebecca came by. She was a good-looking virgin, and she went to the well to fill her pitcher. Abraham's servant ran to her and said, Let me have a drink of water, please. And Rebecca said, Sure, have a drink, and here's some water for your camels. <laughs> <laughs> See, it worked out just fine. On the first try. Yeah, and a good-looking virgin. And a good-looking virgin. Yeah. And don't you think that maybe anybody might have answered the way that yes, way? Yes, I would think they might. Yeah, uh-huh. They're just being polite. Yeah, here's some water. and Oh, you got camels. Here's some water for your camels, too. Oh. doesn't seem like a very good, he should come up with something that was a, yeah, or something that would be very, it would be a real surprise if she answered correctly. Yes. You know, you know <laughs> what, what's the square root of 16 or something? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Rebecca sounds like, uh, she passed the test. She did. So she'll be the one. Yeah. Okay, you want to take over? Uh, it, it's also interesting here, though, I would like to point out that she was a good-looking virgin, and how that would be known to anyone. The good-looking, well, that's that's a matter of opinion. Uh-huh. But the virgin, that's very specific. How do you, how do you determine that? Uh-huh. But she was. She was a virgin. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> good for Isaac. Yeah. Okay, so where are we now? Verse 22. The servant gave her a gold earring, two two gold bracelets, and said to her, Who's your father? And is there room for us to stay in your house? She said, My father is Bethuel, and there is room for you to stay with us. When Abraham's servant arrived at Rebekah's house, Rebekah's brother and father asked her, Do you want to marry the son of this man's master? Rebecca said, Yes. They blessed her and said, Have thousands of millions of babies. So they returned to Canaan, and when they arrived, Isaac took Rebecca into his mother's tent, and she became his wife. Just like that? Just like no wedding ceremony, no exchange of vows. That's how you get married in the Bible. You just kind of go in the tent. <laughs> you go in the tent. Okay, so, I mean, Abraham, Abraham doesn't get to see his son getting married. He doesn't. No, apparently, no. as far as I can tell from the, just go in the tent. text, there's no, there's no ceremony or anything. And and the thousands of millions of babies, you might think I'm exaggerating. Yes. That, that's exactly what it says in the text. <laughs> Have thousands of millions of babies. Okay, poor her. Yeah, you that's know, that's gonna that's gonna be tough. That vessel's to gonna do. get you know uh, used. Yeah, it's a very strange thing to say. Yes, you wish it on, is. Wish upon someone. Yeah, another thing is that they did ask her if she wanted to marry him. Yeah, that's the only time that I know of in the Bible. I might be wrong, 
but that's the only time that I know of where a woman is asked if she was willing to marry someone, you know, to give her consent to marry. Yes. Well, there was a good down payment there by a gold earring and two gold bracelets. It's true. Yeah, that might have that might have persuaded her. Uh-huh. And she sees all those camels and obviously Isaac must I mean, you can afford to send somebody on an expedition to, to, to find, uh, find someone a wife. Yeah. who is not a Canaanite. So right. what tribe did she come from? It, it doesn't say in this chapter, but in a previous chapter, something that I left out, it does talk about Bethuel. And Bethuel is Abraham's nephew. So she would be Abraham's great niece. Okay. And Abraham comes from what tribe? Shem. Shem. That's so Noah one. had three kids. Yes. Ham, mm-hmm. the bad guy. Well. Well, Ham. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jep- Jephthah. Yes, very good. And Shem. Mm-hmm. And so, so you can't he can't marry somebody from Ham's line. No. And we don't know about Jephthah. Well, there's a debate about who are the ancestors uh, or who are the descendants of Jephthah, but. Shem is very clear. Abraham is a direct descendant of Shem. Okay. And so are so, they called Shemites? And, and so would be then his nephew here too as well. So Yes, the dad, Bethuel. So they're called Shem, Shemites, and that's where the word Semite comes from. Huh. Yeah. Semite. Yeah, so anti-Semite would be against the, the people who are descended from Abraham. Oh. It's all becoming clear to me now. Well, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so he's got a wife with her, and they, oh, that's the end of the chapter. Yes, it is. So they return to Canaan. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wait a second. I guess I didn't realize that. I thought that just that night they went into a tent and, you know, oh, consummated no, they had the a marriage. long journey. It's, it's, it's a long trip. They had to go back yep. to Canaan. Uh-huh. And when they got back, then they went into the tent and... Okay. They, they became married. I guess so. Um, so, Abraham hasn't died yet. No, he's so still So, Abraham around. knows now, okay, he married a, uh, he married a Shemite. Yeah, he's, he's who's happy. Who's from my line. It all worked out. Yes, it did. I guess that swearing under the thigh worked. Well, it did, it did in this case. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't know why people don't do that anymore. <laughs> Okay. Hey, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us and joining us for these podcasts. We will see you next time.